tonight, being part of our Wednesday night Bible study, and I'm glad to be able to dive back into God's Word this week. Last week, we were obviously uh, spending time in our revival meeting, and so we were streaming that. Had a wonderful week uh, with the Smith family here. Just uh, what a sweet time um, around God's Word the entire week, Sunday through Sunday, and we saw the Lord do some great things, and uh, obviously we were uh, had a service last Wednesday night here, and so we were out of the book of Psalms, but we are back this week. I'm looking forward to diving into God's Word together, so grab your Bible. Psalm chapter number 19 is where we are tonight as we're continuing uh, chapter by chapter through the book of Psalms, seeing some powerful things. This Psalm, Psalm chapter number 19, is a familiar chapter. In fact, Many of the verses uh, in the book of Psalm, in this chapter uh, in Psalms, is, are, are very familiar, ones that we probably have heard uh, preachers quote or recite or bring up uh, at various times as they have preached. And, uh, and so as we see, as we read this and we see them, they'll be familiar, but when we put them all together, it gives us such a clear understanding um, of what exactly is being said here and how powerful it is. He starts in verse number one, and really he begins by declaring God's glory. Uh, just the big picture. And he, he talks about that. Look at verse number one. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. And he's looking, he says, listen, the, the creation. Uh, the Bible tells us all the way back in Genesis 1 that God created, uh, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And so we see that the heavens, or the, the atmosphere, the sky, the creation, everything that we look around, it declares God's glory. It goes on, day unto day uh, uttereth speech, night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language there, where their voice is not heard. He says, listen, everywhere that you go, everything that you look at declares God's glory. In the New Testament, we have Jesus talking about how the rocks would cry out if we didn't proclaim the message that he has got. And so we see that everywhere you look, you can see God's glory. Where we live here in Montana, you, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, you can grow so uh, dull, so numb to the fact. I mean, as you wake up every day and you look out and you see the mountains all around us, and really it's the glory of God that just surrounds us, um, the creation that's, that's all around us. What an incredible thing. And it's easy for us to miss that everything that we look at, the sky and the, the moon, the sun, the stars, uh, they declare God's God's glory. I mean, you think about the stars, and the Bible tells us that He created the stars also. Almost like it was an afterthought. I mean, just the power that God has. Everything, everywhere, at all times, declares the glory of God. He goes on, Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their word to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is the bridegroom come out of his chamber, and rejoiceth the strong man to run a race. He is going forth as from the end of heaven, and a circuit into the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. I mean, just pointing, the, I mean, the sky, the sun, the moon, the stars, everything declares God's glory. So he begins by looking to God and, and, and just glorifying Him. But then he goes on and he talks about the power of God's word. Uh, you see that in verse number 7 he begins. It says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. And he goes through this over these next few verses. And what he does is he, he tells us what the word of God is. And then he tells us what it does as a result of what it is. And uh, he does this over and over again. We see the law of the Lord is perfect. So what does it do? It converts the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. What's it do? Well, it makes wise the simple. Uh, we go through this. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Moreover, to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant worn, and keeping 
then there is great reward. And so we see God's word and the power that it is. We know that Hebrews tells us that God's word, it's, it's quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces, it divides, it conquers. Uh, we, the Bible tells us that God's word will not return void. It'll accomplish where it's sent. Uh, God's word is powerful. God's word has the ability to divide. God's word is, is incredible. And we see here what God's word is and we see what it does. Listen, if not for the Word of God, we would not know how to be saved. We wouldn't have the record of salvation. Uh, what a powerful thing. And when it says here, the law of the Lord's perfect, it converts the soul. Um, man could not have dreamed up and put together everything that took place and everything that we have in the scripture. Uh, what a powerful, powerful testimony that this book is, a book that was composed over about 1600 years by around 40 different authors, and yet all of it comes together and flows together so perfectly. God's word truly is perfect and it's powerful and it has such an incredible ability to, to do so much and to speak to our lives. But the next part's amazing because we see the impact that these things have. You see, when we get a clear view of God and we see who He is and we see His glory all around us, and we get a clear view of the power of God's Word, and we see how it divides, how it conquers, and how it speaks to us, we see what it does and the impact that it makes in us. And he begins in verse number 11, really, he tells us that it's by them that, that we are warned, uh, that we're supposed to keep them to receive a great reward. He goes on in verse number 12, who can understand his error? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep me back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. What's he doing here? I mean, he, he's, he starts with, with uh, I mean, the basics. He goes and he says, listen, take care of the, the, the secret faults, the secret sins. And then he goes to the presumptuous sins. And then he goes on and says, don't let them control me. And ultimately he says, don't let me, don't let them, the great transgression. He says, don't let it, you know, take my life and, and condemn me. I mean, he, he progresses and he says, listen, whenever we get a clear view of God and we see him in his glory, and we get a, a clear view of God and the power of his word, what's it do? Well, the reflection of God's word causes us to see ourselves and who we really are. And it should cause us to say, God, cleanse me of those deep secret sins. Those things that are maybe deep within me that nobody else knows about. It's amazing if you deal with the little things ahead of time, what we per would perceive as little sins, and they're not little. In our minds, sometimes we excuse them as little sins. If we would deal with the little sins, they would never become the big sins. Uh, if, if, if you take care of the first look, it never results in adultery. If you take care of that little lie, it, it never ends up with going down the road and, and murder or bitterness or uh, all these different things. It, 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 if you deal with the beginning things, as you look into God's word and as it convicts and as it speaks to us, as we see the glory of God all around us, it should pursue, persuade us to come to that place that we're dealing with these things. You know what revival is that we just experienced? Revival, and we said this over and over again, is getting a clear, clean, fresh view of God and his word. And that's exactly what the psalmist is talking about right here. Seeing God in his glory. Seeing God's word and his power. Seeing ourselves for who we are. When Isaiah, the Bible tells us in Isaiah 6, when Isaiah saw the Lord, how did he see him? He saw him high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. And the Bible tells us that when he saw him, he looked at himself and he said, woe is me, 
for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. What a powerful, powerful power passage of scripture that shows us what happens when we get a clear view of God and a clear view of his, his word. He finishes up with this in verse number 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. When we have that fresh, sweet relationship with God, then we can come to God and we can say, God, with a pure, clean heart before you, Lord, help me to stay clean and stay pure before you. Maybe tonight as we're uh, going through this, this thought in Psalms, maybe some things have pointed out to you like it did to me. And it's so easy for us to forget about all the glory that's all around us, the glory of God. Maybe you haven't been spending time reflecting in the Word of God and you're not seeing the power that it has in your life. And you need a purpose to do that so that you can have that. Maybe you have some secret sin in your life that maybe is building and you need to spend some time asking the Lord to forgive you for those things so that you can have that testimony of verse number 14 where you can pray and say God let the words of my mouth the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight man what a testimony what a prayer what a thing to be able to say and I hope each and every one of us can say that tonight because that truly is where revival begins Father thank you for your word tonight I pray that you'd help us to take these words to apply them to our lives and to be clean and just fresh and right before you to have a heart, Lord, that, that you can use for your glory. Thank you, Lord, for each person that's, that's on here tonight, that's watching. I pray, God, that you would use your word in a powerful way as only you can, and may we behold your glory that's all around us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.